Hey, good morning, everyone, and welcome. It is Wednesday, July 27th, getting better on the dates. Been off a little bit this week, that's all right. Today is such an amazing day, obviously Wealth Wellness Wednesday. My name is Janice, one of the co-hosts of Two Sistas, and we have an amazing guest on today. And just to let our viewers and listeners know, unfortunately, Carol Sue can't make it today. Um, but she definitely will be on again tomorrow. So in any event, let's get the conversation started. I was so excited a few months ago when I had the um, honor to meet this beautiful lady. She is our guest today. Her name is Adora Winquist. So welcome to the Two Sisters podcast. Thank you so much, Janice. It's such a delight to be with you here today. Well, thank you so much, Adora. I just want to share with our audience just a small snippet about you, and there's so much to chat about. You're a modern alchemist, and you established one of the first brands to combine aromatherapy and energy healing on a national scale, evolving it into a world-renowned, award-winning company. Holy smokes. Tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. So I think it really comes back to my journey of awakening and my journey of healing and finding out what my sole purpose and passion was, which was essentially working with plant medicine and working with vibrational medicine. And so through finding a great deal of relief and transformation from my own personal journey and places where I suffered the adversity that I carried, um, I found essential oils and then I found energy medicine. And then I thought, well, what would happen if I combined them together? Together. What would happen to infuse essential oils from a vibrational perspective because they are incredibly malleable? And then they become not just a tool for transformation, but a way that we can elevate our consciousness and expand our understanding of who we are in relationship to the world around us, right? Being able to evolve our point of attraction with the universe so we can ultimately co-create the life that we were born to live. So I started mixing formulas very young. I was in my late teens. And uh, when I found how effective they were for me and for my loved ones, I started to get requests from other people. Hey, Adora, would you make a product for this? Uh, hey, Adora, would you make a product for that? And then I also, this is kind of a funny story. I used to work in frontline customer service for cable TV back in Cape Cod, Massachusetts, many, many, many years ago, about 25 years ago. And, um, and so sometimes when people would come in, when their TV wasn't working, they would have a complete meltdown. I mean, an utter <laughs> loss of <laughs> um, emotional faculties. And so, so then they would leave, but that energy was still very tangible and it affected myself and my coworkers. So I thought, well, how, what can I do about this? Because this does not feel good. And I'm going home from work every day feeling sick and heavy. And, and I was already uh, challenged with the disease process of an endometriosis. So I was already dealing with that issue. So I found a way to combine a certain formula of essential oils, infuse it with intention, and I brought it into the office and was amazed by 
how it transformed and lifted and elevated the energy and therefore the emotional resilience of myself and my coworkers. So turning that into a brand was just kind of an organic process, right, of evolution. And so um, I went through a number of changes of the, the name from Opus Gaia to then Adora Therapy. And um, with the building of that company, that actually, too, came through adversity. Um, and I, I think this is a really important reminder for all of your viewers and listeners is that we are incredibly multifaceted and multidimensional, right? And we are like diamonds. And how do diamonds form? They form through pressure. And so for us, from the human experience, we are formed through the adversity in our lives. And the way that we can transmute that adversity to bright light and emanating that light out into the world is um, through polishing ourselves to remember that we are incredibly brilliant and beautiful and we have such clarity within us, right? And so from this perspective, um, when I was about 13 years ago, my first daughter was born and I was a single mom and um, I couldn't afford to go back to work and pay for childcare. And so I was like, well, I've had this brand, this product uh, line for about 10 years now. I better find a way to monetize it. Otherwise it's gonna be a much more difficult life for myself and my daughter. And so uh, we had a very small apartment in New Jersey and I started making the formulas on a little TV tray. And then I started to sell to Whole Foods Market in my community. And then I built that from Whole Foods to Whole Foods in New York, New Jersey and Connecticut and then started to expand it out. And then achieved a significant point of growth where I began to grow, get some really good press, hire a team, um, and then eventually moved that business to Asheville. And we went through a period of hyper growth and expansion. I brought on a business partner um, and made her the co-founder and then the CEO. And then I left day-to-day -day operations about five and a half years ago so I could start my new work, which is go back to my healing practice, write my DNA book and work on this beautiful new brand, which is Adora Winquist. Wowzers. I am... I hear your story and, and I am floored, but in such a good way. And you started, I'm just looking at my scribble notes here. You started at a very young age, like you were in tune with that. So it was, I want to say it was already within you. Yes. And I believe that our gifts are held within us, right? And it is through the process of awakening that happens at different points in our life, depending on what each individual is here to learn and grow and experience and expand on. And so we all have this ability to access these places of unique gift and light within us. And we all have something within us that can contribute to the greater good of all, but first through healing our own journey, our own selves, right? And coming back to that place of, um, remembrance of what it means to really honor and adore our own selves as the beloved one, which is uh, what we seek forever outside of ourselves. 
That is so true because sometimes the things that we seek or, you know, that path that we're on is unknown. We know what the journey is. We know what the destination is. We're, we're just not maybe really sure of the path. And this goes such in line with when I woke up this morning, usually when I wake up, I have this feeling or, you know, a phrase may pop into my mind or words pop into my mind. This morning, it was passion, pain, and purpose. And I'm like, mm. all right, well, okay, I'll go with it. <laughs> and then it occurred to me just by what you were saying that sometimes within ourselves, you know, it's the process of awakening and healing in such a way where we can really it really in such a beautiful and poetic way shared that ripple effect. Absolutely. And, you know, I think here's the thing through for thousands of years through our evolutionary process, we um, have had to survive, right? We've had to learn and grow through pain and suffering. And I feel we're at this very different juncture of time and space where we can go through this process of re uh, capitulation, if you will, where we can transmute the past, including the memories that hold us back to change our history through understanding it. It's not about erasing it per se, because if we erase it and pretend it never existed, then we don't get to learn from it, right? And if we can't learn from it, how do we evolve? How do we rise from the adversity that we have carried um, for lifetimes? In addition to that, one thing I like to say is you know, we've carried this adversity from our soul to ourselves, meaning we have different experiences at the soul level, but at the DNA level, we carry the history of our lineage, right? Mm -hmm. And so we all know that if we think back to our parents and our parents' parents, our belief systems, our emotional and mental patterning that's been carried through generation after generation after generation to the point where we say, oh, well, it's just been like that. You know, it's just like that in my family. But why accept things that are, uh, that create further discontent, disharmony or dysfunction, right? We have the ability to harness the power of this life to carpe diem, as I like to say, mm -hmm. harness the power of the present moment, our vital life force, our positive intentionality and transform and transmute the past so we can illuminate our brightest future of harmony, of abundance, of joy in a consistent way so that the pain can be removed from a life of passion and purpose. <laughs> and, and I love what you said about that harmony, abundance, and joy, because it really is all within us. And you had mentioned your, um, in the process of writing a DNA book, if I, am I saying that correctly? Uh, yes, the book actually, it's, uh, maybe I might have a copy here. It's, uh, it came out last July with my publisher oh. in London and it's called Detox Nourish Activate, Plant and Vibrational Medicine for Energy, Mood and Love. And it's co-authored with Dr. Lulu Shemek, who is my ally with the plants. And it's a beautiful, um, introspection on all of these facets of healing and transformation and, and really a revolutionary guide to how we can transform and transcend from the trauma that we carry within us generationally. 
and uh, it's filled with recipes and great wisdom. And really for me, I went through about 20 plus years of journals and writing of this book and journals of client stories, thousands of clients um, over the past two plus decades, formulas, um, thoughts, inspiration, but also my own journey of healing and my own journey of healership, right? For all the years that I um, was in my educational process and which I think we're always in, in some facet, we're always a teacher and the student simultaneously of the universe. Um, but even in my years of the Barbara Brennan, Barbara Brennan School of Healing, which is an incredible four-year university that teaches, um, it's, it's really the leading educator for vibrational medicine um, on the planet with schools in the US and Australia and Japan and uh, Oxford in the UK. Um, so going through all of these journals for me and putting it on paper in the book was really an act of transcendence to say, okay, here's everything that I have learned up until this point. And here it is, you know, as an offering for you to be able to curate your own path of self-mastery and transform your life into the one that you were born to live. Wow. I am getting the chills thinking of your book and I will definitely have to read that first and foremost. Now, what I am gathering for what you have said about your healership, 20 years of journals, formulas, thoughts, and, you know, dealing with your clients and what they've been through. Is there one thing in there that you can point to and say, this was the thing that worked for everyone? Like there yes. was, okay. I would love for you to share that. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and this is from my own personal journey, as well as looking at and being an ally for so many um, around the globe, that we are all longing for love. And we are all looking for ways, even if we're not conscious of it, to love and forgive and accept and embrace and have more compassion for ourselves to really come to the understanding that every single step that we've taken since our first every breath that we've taken since our first has brought us perfectly here and now to this moment mm -hmm. to be able to awaken to heal to transform and to rise into our greatest aspects of being to rise into the individuals that we all have, we all have a vision for ourselves. Like we have a knowing deep within us, like the, um, the aspect of me that is thriving in every facet of my life. I can see her. I can see how she looks. I can see, I can feel how she feels. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we all have that map or blueprint within us. It's like, but how do we get there? And that is the journey of our lives. Right. And so it's one of the reasons that, um, through my work with Adora, because Adora isn't my birth name. It's a name that came to me, was gifted to me, if you will, when I was in um, school at the Barbara Brennan, uh, many, many, about 20 some years ago. And uh, it, it's a kind of just funny story how I had the same conversation the same day on the same beach with 
two different groups of people who said essentially the same thing. Um, I think by then I, I was going by the nickname Dora and my birth name is Dorothy. And so um, two different groups of people said, well, I really like your nickname, but it really just feels like you're a Dora. Like that's your name. And so it was such a clear message. And so I changed my name and then ended up building a brand around that. But now at this juncture in my work, after 25 years, I see that Adora is really not about me. It's about the consciousness of Adora, which if you look at the, the name, the Latin roots, the Italian roots, the Spanish roots means adoration. It means honoring and it means the beloved one. So so when you look at um, our quantum community that we've just launched right now with an alchemy library and so many beautiful facets and ebook, and I think we, we gave you a special link for that for all of your viewers, um, that Adora is really about remembering how to adore ourselves as the beloved one, right? Because we can't be in a loving relationship with any other individual or with the universe at large until we come into the place of love, acceptance, compassion within ourselves, healing, letting go of the past patterns of heartache, heartbreak, and opening to the heart center as our true north, which is all um, about the program that I'm creating right now called the Adora Frequency, which is really exciting. Wow, the Adora Frequency. Yeah, I absolutely love that concept. Now, I know that when some people, um, you know, first learn about essential oils and whatnot, and, and they want to learn more about it, what is a really good starting point or a suggestion mm. can can give to those people? Yes, this is so important, because this is a field where there is an incredible wealth of information. Um, and yet sometimes too little information does not serve us because just something is natural doesn't mean that it's safe. Doesn't mean that I'm going to take this bottle here and ingest it, right. Or pour it onto my hand and just cover my skin with it because this is the most essential oils are the most potent form of plant medicine. And because of that, each drop contains the very quintessence of the plant, the vital life force, but also um, the biochemical footprint. So each drop of essential oil can have sometimes 100 to 300 chemical components that interact with our own physiology. And so one of the things that I say, if you're, if you're interested in essential oils, you want to always educate. Now, my book is a great resource for that. My blog has a ton of really wonderful articles and uh, that are all over the internet on places like Martha Stewart and Hello Giggles. But, and, but if you go to our blog, you have a wealth of information. If you join our quantum community through the link that you have, you'll have an access uh, to our All Seekers library that's filled with information on essential oils because you want to not only find out what they are and how to use them, but how to source them in a manner that, um, that you know that you're getting a pure essential oil because this is a field that there's a tremendous amount of adulteration. Adulteration is its very art and science, if you will, where aromatherapy is the art and science of using pure essential oils, extracts from aromatic plants to address 
our physiology, our emotions, our mental processes, and our spiritual connection. Um, but through the issue of adulteration, because over 90% of the essential oils are produced for the flavor and fragrance industry, if you don't have a relationship, if you don't know your supplier and where the oils are produced, grown, distilled, think of all of the points that they go to before they actually become a product that's at your health food store or boutique or your vendor online, right? So there's... Um, varying, varying degrees of quality out there. And so there's, I mean, we could talk about this for hours, Janice, because it's such a, um, an in-depth subject. But one thing I really want to hit home to everyone that is listening and viewing is that um, essential oils uh, being the most potent form of plant medicine and because of the powerful connection between the sense of smell, olfaction and the brain, but specifically the amygdala and the limbic system that regulates so much of our physiology, mood, memory, and emotion, we can literally transform how we feel in the moment by inhaling the right essential oils, the purest essential oils. Um, and because of that, we can do things like create a new memory cell in the brain because the limbic system is lock and key in that regard. So just as you, if you smell something familiar from your childhood, what happens? You're immediately brought back there, right? Like for me, um, my grandmother must have had some lotion that was made of lavender and roses. And so when I smell that scent combination, I am immediately brought back there. And not only can I see her living room and uh, smell the turkey soup cooking in the kitchen and the wood of the uh, cabinet that she had, where she used to have those packs of Wrigley gum inside of it. Um, more than that, I feel a sense of calm because I felt such a sense of love and safety in their home so that my entire body responds from an emotional perspective. I feel safe and loved and open, right? Receptive from a physiological perspective. If I was feeling a high level of stress, that stress level comes down. Right. So think of it th this way. We can not only lift and shift how we feel in the moment through the interaction with the brain and the nervous system, but we can also repattern our neural pathways from areas and aspects where we've experienced trauma in the past. So then it becomes a complete game changer of how we can shift the trajectory of our emotional response to those trigger points of stress in the moment. And that is so true, because just like muscle has memory, so do the senses, as you explained, through the olfactory, um, you know, all of that, and, you know, through the lymphatic system, that is so important, because the emotional part and the physiological response for you, smelling the lavender with the roses brings you back to that beautiful time with your grandmother. And the, the flip side of that, and, and obviously you're the expert on this, is, you know, maybe there's, might be a bad memory associated with a specific smell. And that's where, you know, the vibrational part of it in the, and coming up with the combination of essential oils and aromatherapy would really be therapeutic Yes. to that person having that type of a memory. Because even if we go to the place of um, a 
connecting a negative memory and the emotion that's held within there, right? Because all of the emotion that's unresolved from the past is held not just in our energy field, but in our cellular consciousness and in the mind. So if we can, if we can navigate the place where the negative emotion is triggered through a sense of smell, we can then get underneath the memory and create a new pathway with a different aromatic profile. See, and then we're able to repattern and rewire the brain in this way. And so it's, it's a, such a potent tool of not only alchemy, but um, transformation. Right. And because the essential oils um, do pass through the blood brain barrier because of their sesquiterpene nature and they're they're fat soluble. Right. And they're small, their molecular size. We are able to receive the full gamut of their phytonutrients, not only to the brain for healing and repair, but to and through the blood and the different organs of the body, including the cell wall. The oils pass through the cell wall as well. So think about, you know, one of my favorite um, oils is carrot seed, uh, which is filled with vitamins, right? Like vitamin A. So it is a, like a nutrient dense packed um, aromatic molecule, right? And this is um, an, an essential oil of revitalization. It's excellent, excellent for the adrenal system. And so think about receiving the, these nutrients, right? Not only through the sense of smell, but into your cells as well to really strengthen and empower and enliven your cellular function. Wow. And, you know, I just want to say to our viewers and listeners too, this may be one of those podcasts. And I know for me, I will be listening to this over and over again, because in just this short amount of time, I've learned so much. Mm. And what's great to apply to with someone that is, is going through a difficult time or has these bad memories, this would be a great way to kind of reflect and get back to you, get back to the essential of you. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Now you had mentioned, um, and I just wanna make sure that I have this correct, your quantum community where you yeah. have a plethora of information in your amazing community. When you started this process of your business, Adora, and by the way, I love the history of how that name came up with you because it does fit you perfect to a T. Thank you. You're so welcome. What was the one thing for you when you said, okay, now I've got this going, I need to really broaden this and bring it out further so that others can come into a community. How did that come about? Like, did you just sit down one day and said, oh, I'm going to do this? That's such a great question. Um, I'm a dream creator. So I have a lot of messaging that comes through my dreams. And, and through that, I'm often guided um, with new projects. For example, um, one of my projects that I'm working on launching now is the Soul Institute, which will really hold uh, the quantum community because the quantum community is for everyone to come into and feel like they're held in a web of love. 
right? And through that to remember uh, how to love themselves more deeply and through that to remember how powerful they are as creators, right? To co-create the life that they, that we are all born to live from the ownership of our sovereignty and the divinity that exists within us. And so, um, so because of, I receive these messages, if you will, in dream time, um, I also through the years have really cultivated um, a practice through my own healership of developing my own psychic awareness, right? And my own gifts, because here's a funny story. So back in the mid nineties, it was 95 or so I got my first Reiki attunement and I started seeing colors around people. And I thought, well, this is really incredible. And so then I started to notice how the colors modulate based on someone's emotions. And for me, because of the chronic um, challenges I had in my own early childhood dynamics and environment, um, and I was addressing chronic uh, depression and anxiety, I thought, well, if, if somebody's colors can change by their emotion and energy, energy medicine and aromatics can shift those colors around people and how they feel, I wonder how that can work for me. So, so I've always used myself as this kind of guinea pig, if you will, right, first with um, all of these modalities uh, of consciousness. And, and, then, <clears throat> and then through those in my um, tribe or circle that said, yeah, I'm really open to that. And then seeing the shifts and changes. So, so the more that I've developed these, the voice within me, right? To be able to hear that, that is the voice of truth. Right. And we all have that voice of truth within us. I like to call that our inner wise one. And that inner wise one, once we can hear it, will always guide us in the highest of ways, will always guide our highest path of evolution, of self-mastery. Right. And so and, and really um, inviting us and encouraging us and inspiring us to rise from the places of survival and struggle to um, a life of thriving in all facets of who we are, which is really one of my intentions for the Soul Institute, which is activating and elevating over 25 million individuals on the planet to embody their soul purpose and thrive. Right. And so, so there are moments when something comes to me as an idea where I feel it deep in the center of my heart. And then I know that it's, it's, for me in alignment. Wow. I don't know that I have enough adequate words. Wow came to my mind. <laughs> that is amazing in the Soul Institute. You had mentioned that that um colors around people. And I find that so very interesting. So I maybe have a, this may be a bizarre question, but for instance, when you maybe walk into a room or maybe you're on a Zoom call with somebody, do you immediately see colors or is it just a feeling or an aura of? <clears throat> That's a great question because part of 
accessing our gifts is learning how to harness them. Mm -hmm. And in my early years of my healing practice, um, I wasn't so adept at that. And so someone would come to me and, and because I'm empathic, um, even before they said anything, I would start to feel what was happening within them from an emotional perspective and from a physiological perspective. And I could see things in their past, whether we want to call that past life, past experience, Akashic records. There are many different ways that we can term that. And in the beginning, it was very heavy for me and very difficult for me to walk away from. Mm -hmm. Right. Even after a session, even hours later, still feeling that. So I had to learn how to work with this gift in a way that honors who I am as an individual, um, but also honors my path and purpose in this life. And so now, all of these years later, learning how to have better emotional boundaries, how to protect my energy, my field, my joy, my life force um, is, has been one of the greatest teachings of discernment in my life. So, so, if, so now it's more of um, intention. Mm -hmm. So I might immediately meet with someone and get some information, but then I want to step back and say, okay, I want to just be present with this person. And, and then if um, it comes to that, if there's a query, if we want to delve into that, then I can open that up and look at it. But it's like with our computer, we're not going to use a program until we open that program, right? On our, um, whether it's our, you know, laptop or um, our Mac or our whatever, whatever operating system we're using. Mm -hmm. Um, and once we open that program, then we can access more information. So I think that that's a good kind of analogy, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Um, absolutely fascinating. Adora, how can our viewers and listeners, um, what is the fastest way that they can connect with you? Great. So they can certainly use the wonderful link that you have, Janice. Um, but you can go right to adorawinquist.com. You can join our quantum community, get the wonderful ebook, Four Tools for Spiritual Growth, which has so much information um, and ways that you can curate your own path of self-mastery with essential oils, with affirmations, with crystals. You can follow on Instagram at Adora Winquist or Facebook or subscribe to our YouTube channel where there's wonderful meditations. I think really the gold is in the quantum community. We also have a brand new quantum community Facebook group where I'm getting on and doing lives there. Um, so joining the quantum community is really where we can be held in this web of love and compassion and high vibrational energy so we can come into the remembrance of our path and purpose in this life in a very empowered and harmonious way. Wow, thank you so much for sharing all that. And I, of course, will make sure that all that information is in the show notes. I can't thank you enough for being here today, Adora. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your energy, your outpouring of exuberance of love in the sharing. Um, this has been such a fantastic conversation and I hope you will definitely consider coming back to the Two Sisters podcast. 
I would be honored. I've absolutely adored this conversation, Janice and Bestie Carol Sue. I, I would love to come back and join you again. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thanks. Folks, again, this is one of those podcasts that you are going to have to listen to again. I know that I will be. And what are you doing for yourself on this Wealth Wellness Wednesday? Carol Sue usually does that little bit of the segment, but I'll just do it very quickly. It's not about the amount you give. It's about the intent of creating the ripple effect. My name is Janice, one of the co-hosts of Two Sisters. It has been our pleasure to have Adora on today. She will definitely be back on. I am blessed and grateful. I hope you all have an amazing day and we'll see you soon. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.